And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, APAS calls for the railways to pay some of the costs for grain movement delays at the West Coast. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. The president of APAS is calling on the railways to cover the steep financial penalties faced by grain farmers for slow grain movement this winter. Todd Lewis says as many as 30 grain ships have been stuck at port in B.C. waiting to load prairie grain. Each day those ships wait for loading. He says farmers face charges between eleven dollars and $13,000. We've talked about this at the board level and uh, with a number of our members. And, uh, you know, it's a direct link. Demerge is, is what's charged by boats that have to wait extra time off the coast of the West Coast, specifically this time of year. And, you know, it's something that's verifiable. Those charges uh, start to add up. Last time, 2013-2014, it was in the ten, tens of millions of dollars. The railroads have apologized for poor service, but that doesn't really pay these bills. And these costs are all passed on back through the grain handling system to farmers. We'll end up paying these costs. And uh, it's going to take months to uh, clean up this backlog. And these demerge charges are going to be pretty significant. So I think anything we can do to uh, have the railroads clean up this backlog quicker would uh, certainly uh, be welcome. And we're hoping that something like this might help the railroad get the backlog out of the way sooner than later. Do so you think the railway should pay some of the demerge fees for ships waiting to load grain? Absolutely. They've, uh, as I say, these are something that's verif- verifiable. The plans the railroads put forth last month, or I guess this month, in the middle of this month, March 15th, none of those plans talked about uh, the railways cooperating, uh, you know, to haul each other's loads or uh, basically inter-switching. The railroads are really concerned about getting this backlog cleaned up. We'd hope there'd be some cooperation be- between the two two entities to uh, ensure that we get quick and quicker and speedier service and look after this backlog. And uh, if they're not going to, uh, they need legislation, it seems like, to uh, force them to uh, do some common sense to us anyway, certainly to uh, help each other out and get the backlog cleaned up. Yeah. All about just protecting their market share, it doesn't help. And so maybe demerge costs will uh, move that along a little quicker. Now, it looks like the legislation, Bill C-49, has gone through committee in the Senate. Now, I think it's going back to the Senate, if if I read it right. Yeah, I think you're right. And, uh, you know, again, here we go again. Uh, I believe the Senate, maybe it's at the Senate level today, but it's Easter break and everybody's uh, going home for a couple weeks. So C-49 is going to be that much later getting uh, passed through. And we're we're sure hoping to see it done before uh, everybody stands up this summer and goes home for summer holidays. But you know, it's it's frustrating and uh, just speaks to these these charges like the merge charges that are still being, uh, you know, they they add up daily and interest costs to farmers add up daily. And sadly, all this, all these changes in the in the uh, Rail Act and so on are taking days and months, not quickly, that's for sure. The last time this happened a few years ago, you said the total cost to farmers was $40 million. Do you have a number, what you think you'd like to see the railways pay this year to cover the demerge? No, we don't. We don't have those numbers, and I think that's the one issue with demerge. It's it's very verifiable, and, and boats are pretty easy to keep track of. Certainly, uh, the railroads have had some issues uh, keeping track of it with uh, their trains this year. Uh, I think it's pretty common for a lot of farmers that uh, want to haul have been told they can haul grain on a Monday or told that train didn't show up and it might show up Friday or the next Monday or maybe the Monday after that. So 
I think that's the the issue here with boats that they're they're trackable and uh, certainly the the charges that are levied are verifiable and uh, should be able to get aggregated properly and pretty simple. We're saying uh, the railways should they've each got about half the market share here and and you know I think if uh, they split these costs that uh, maybe that financial stick will. Uh, get them to cooperate between themselves here and get this backlog cleaned up as quickly as possible. As it sits now, we're being told that it, it'll probably be late summer, even into the fall, before this backlog is cleaned up. And, you know, we're going to be trying to move last year's grain into next year's crop year, and that's just a recipe for disaster again. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carnduff, and Odessa. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says grain movement has picked up in recent weeks, but he has little praise so far for the railways. Stewart says the grain backlog was a direct result of poor railway planning this winter. And I'll defend the railways when, when I think they're getting a bad rap, but they didn't get a bad rap this year. This was a pretty normal winter. Yeah, they say there were a lot of days where there was temperatures below minus 20. Well, yeah, overnight temperatures below minus 20. We don't consider that an anomaly here in Saskatchewan. I don't know what the railways think about weather, but that's pretty normal. I've seen lots colder winters than this one. That's not an excuse. In any event, when temperatures get below minus 20, they want to split the trains in Calgary or Edmonton, I guess, and uh, to take them over the mountains. But you need more crews and locomotives, and what they did is lay off the crews and lease out the locomotives. And so the railways uh, deserve no sympathy on this. We've got to get past this, where the railways do these things to cut their costs and drive their share prices for a fiscal quarter occasionally. And uh, CN did the right thing. When this was brought to their attention, the board fired their CEO the next day, and I give them full marks for that. The last time we had an issue, CP was doing the same thing. We know they do this. And the more sustainable and ethical way to build business is to, to do more business and do it better and more efficiently, not to cut your assets to the point where you can't do the job you're paid to do. And so, you know, it's too late to really salvage this shipping season. We're into road bands in the south. That'll be followed by spring seeding. We're well into calving now. Cattle will be taken out to pastures around the time of spring seeding and deliveries from farms uh, by necessity won't be high for the next while. We're not going to save this shipping season now. uh, We're too far behind and there's going to be carryover. But we need Bill C-49 passed with some minor changes to the inter-switching piece that will Give us some assurance that we won't be into this every three or four years. This is just not okay. And it's not just agriculture that suffers. It's potash and forestry and manufacturing goods that have to be shipped to salt water and uh, you name it. Everything we get out of this country in any quantity has to go by rail and a steel pipe. That's another one. And uh, we've got to stop this cycle. On one other topic, Dr. Red Williams has passed away, and uh, you gave uh, a bit of a tribute in the legislature. Yeah, I thought a lot of uh, Red Williams. He was outspoken, not afraid to take a stand on issues. I didn't even always agree with him, but he was a force and uh, and a very reasonable person besides all of that. And I, I had a good personal relationship with him as well as I admired his work over the over the years and, and particularly all of the speaking engagements and the radio uh, spots that he had and the 
columns and uh, in papers. Uh, he contributed a lot to agriculture and the economy of Saskatchewan. I appreciate it, and I think everybody that knew him did. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart. New changes are coming to the delivery of extension services for agriculture next week. Opposition leader Ryan Miley raised concerns in the legislature this morning about the closure of satellite extension offices in Shonovan, Assiniboia, Estevan, Musiman, Wadena, Meadow Lake and Lloydminster. These offices are essential to support farmers changing environmental conditions, changing market conditions. Mr. Speaker, why are those offices being closed, Mr. Speaker? We should be investing more in this time in supporting producers, here, here. not leaving all of this up to the private sector, but making sure they have unbiased information. Farmers need access to the research and marketing information today to thrive in tomorrow's markets. So what steps is this government taking to ensure that Saskatchewan's agricultural producers have the supports and the information they need to succeed? Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart replied the 10 key regional offices will remain open and changes are coming to ensure farmers get the best service possible. Changing extension services to better meet the needs of agriculture is what we will continue to do when necessary, Mr. Speaker. With these recent changes, there will be no job losses. The new model maintains the existing 10 regional offices in their current locations around the province. The staff complement in each office will be tailored to meet the needs of the region and the demand upon that office. The new extension delivery model is designed to advance the new Federal Provincial Canadian Agricultural Program, or CAP, which will replace growing forward after April 1st, 2018. Mr. Speaker, we'll continue to do this in consultation with the industries we have in the past. The Ministry of Agriculture says the main regional offices will remain open, but the satellite offices saw few appointments from producers, with most farmers making a call to their regional office by phone or having the extension agrologist visit them in the field to resolve issues or problems. And we'll have more on this on Monday's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell 370 at 485.54. Oats rose $17 at 142.09. Number one red spring wheat declined $1.93 at $226.30. The rest were unchanged. Durham 258.25. Feed barley 197.63. Flax 463.68. Yellow peas, 236.37. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down two and a quarter cents at 587 and a quarter a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 27th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.81 cents to $0.93. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.68 cents to $0.80. Cents. 
Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.60, cents, and Good Butcher Bulls sold from $0.95 cents to $1.15. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here last Monday. 500 to 550-pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.43. 550 to 600-pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.31. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.20. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $1.95 and sold up to $2.18. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $2.01. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.68 and sold up to $1.78. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.53 and sold up to $1.61. Heifers are about $0.20 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 121 to 142 per CKG. Today, sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling a range of 115 to 142 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning as well. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 19 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2902. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.70 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are finishing the week by continuing the trend established earlier and coming in lower on this holiday-shortened week. With all the pressure on the markets, today's quarterly hogs and pigs report has been overshadowed by headlines warning of trade wars with China. So far this year, the USDA has been fairly accurate in their projections, and their analysts' average estimates ahead of the report is projecting a 3.1% increase of all hogs and pigs and a 3.3% increase in the marketing herd relative to last year, the largest year-over-year increase since the report started in the 1970s. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, a 60% chance of light snow early this afternoon, clearing late this afternoon, wind becoming northwest 20, temperature falling to minus 13 today, the low minus 24 tonight, wind chill minus 32. Tomorrow cloudy, light snow beginning in the morning, wind north 20, the high minus 13. Wind chill minus 30 Friday with a low of minus 21 degrees. Saturday sunny, the high minus 9, the low minus 17. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 5, the low minus 17. Monday, sunny, the high minus 8, the low minus 15. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 5, the low minus 12. Wednesday, sunny, and a high forecast of 0. Normal high is plus 6, the normal low minus 7. The sun rose at 642 this morning. It sets at 725 tonight. Around the province, Estevan minus 3, Saskatoon minus 17, Swift Current minus 11, Weyburn minus 6, Yorkton is minus 16. In Regina, light snow, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit, north-northeast to 23, giving a wind chill of minus 19. Humidity 70%, barometer rising 102.8. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 11, winds are from the north-northeast at 18, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.